for Scattershot Studios. I am a host, Trevor Johnson. My least favorite console is the Wii, because it's not a very good console, and that's fact. With me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, the keeping it to my classy, the constructive to my criticism, the toaster to my bathtub, Mark Anthony. So guys, Mark Anthony, my least favorite console, the Nintendo 64. I just hate that controller. That's fair. Oh, man, that was a classic, though. Also, Josh, Big Joshy LaFour. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, my least favorite console is the original Xbox. Yeah. Well, wow. dude, seriously? Yeah. 100%. Okay. With us also <laughs> is Justin Brockman. Yo. Hi. All right. My least favorite console is actually Xbox 360. <clears throat> Oof. All right. Hmm. Okay. That's absurd. And also, (laughs) Chad Yogi Ingram. Hello, hello. My least favorite console is also the Xbox 360 because I never wanted to have it in the first place. Okay. (laughs) Incorrect. But so the question of the week is, what's your least favorite console? Let us know by tweeting at us at Scattershot Live or use the hashtag Scattercast or leave a hateful comment below on this video (laughs) telling us that we're wrong. Those are always fun. Yeah, they're good. (laughs) So today is going to be a Kingdom Hearts-fueled episode. First, we're going to get a professional review from <laughs> Justin and Mark, and then we're going to uh, read some professional fan fiction about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Wait, did we introduce Trey? Oh yeah, by the he way, our video intern from the first or from the second it. episode is here. Also, Trey, the Kingdom Hearts correspondent, <laughs> he's back. Kingdom Hearts correspondent. Almost forgot about him. You'll all become really close to his hand as this goes on. <laughs> so after we read some beautiful and poignant fan fiction, we're doing the community cue section again by popular demand. You guys craved it, and here we are, satiating that thirst. <laughs> all right, so let's get right into Kingdom Hearts 3. Mark, Justin, I want to hear Justin's take first. <coughs> okay. You're... They both they've both beaten it. And if you don't want to hear anything about Kingdom Hearts, just don't listen to this because mm-hmm. we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah. But there's going to go over some basic elements of the game. So if you don't want to hear that, skip some minutes. <laughs> All right, Justin, go ahead. What's your first impressions after beating it? First impressions after beating it. It was a game. True. As we said before, <laughs> I think created for Kingdom Hearts fans. I mean. It's the ending, it's the conclusion of the entire saga. Like, at this point, there's no reason that they would be catering to introducing new people. So they're done after this? Uh, Is it confirmed or no? Uh, that, uh, it was confirmed a long time ago that the end of the Xehanort saga, which is the main villain, uh-huh. would be with this game. So it's the end of the Xehanort saga. Okay. But Kingdom Hearts in general is not confirmed to necessarily be in, over. And there's, uh, like, there's a uh, stuff that alludes to that later but uh uh other than that there were things that i talked about with other people that i didn't like uh there was a lack of a reaction command system as in like with two you would react to enemy movements like even simple enemies by reacting pressing the uh, triangle button and is it kind of like the arkham games whenever you can like combo people like you get a sense above your head uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah, when they had like a finisher or something. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was similar to that. Or you could like trip up certain enemies by just like pressing the button to react to it, and it felt more organic. And and this one that was changed to using your big finisher moves instead. So there was no like <laughs> even the enemies that you used to be able to react to, no reactions to that. There's not the the commands you have aren't even called reaction commands, I think, and. Just rightfully so, because they're not. It's like, it's just your big finisher things. So like, your biggest magic spell would be used by using a bunch of that that smaller form of that magic, and then you would be able to use the big form of that magic as a big finisher. Is it more of like a spectacle now than like before? It was yeah. Skill checks. Now it's like a big now animation. It's flashy, yeah, yeah. It's like flashy. It's awesome to look at. Like it really is pretty yeah. cool, but. That's what you get, pretty much. I think it's more geared to like streaming or like making videos, since that's a huge platform of video games nowadays. That's yeah. really what pushes them is people watching other people play. Yeah, yeah. So I think games are probably pushing to that kind of. And I think stuff now. I also kind of made the judgment. I feel like I'm right still that the game, in and of itself, as a gameplay perspective, is immensely shorter than Kingdom Hearts Two. 
And like time to beat? Like, yeah, pretty much. Like time that you're playing the game, pretty much. I mean, there's there's less worlds. There's less time spent in those worlds. And most of the game is consistent cutscenes, which the other games did as well, but also an equal amount of gameplay. But this time, it feels like less gameplay, a lot more cutscenes. Well, which considering like, y'all beat it within the last four days of it coming out, with yeah. them doing work and stuff, yeah. it pretty, sure. pretty much speaks for itself. Right, yeah. Like, we were at work and stuff. We spent maybe two to four hours on the game a night for the last three or four nights. So, and well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that because our overall gameplay time was like 33 hours. So we beat the game in 33 hours. Also, there's a lot less bosses this time around. I saw, I saw a graph comparing all the bosses between the three yeah. main games. Yeah. Now, I will say, the comments on that, I also saw this same graph you're talking about. It said, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 had, like, 24 bosses or something. No, I don't think it was counting, like, the final mix oh. and stuff like that. And then this one only had, like, 17. But you can go back and refight like, harder versions of those bosses that are fundamentally the same boss, but they are significantly harder. They do a lot more damage and... Just more damage and more health bars. Yeah, more damage yeah, and more health. Kinda, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, like, it's like the same fight, but it is a little different. But other than that, one of my... I really liked it. That was really fun. But my only large complaint is the cutscene length. <clears throat> like, um... Is it like Metal Gear Solid level length that we're talking about? Kind of. Like, I beat the game in 20... My save file said 29 hours and 1 minute. And that same graph also had the cutscene length. Mm -hmm. There's like 16 hours of cutscenes. Jeez. So, Dance. like... Do y'all yeah, feel do y'all feel chipped? Because so like over half no. the time I was really? playing the game, it was I was watching cutscenes. Yeah, I mean if this Are game if this game is like you're playing it because of the story, yeah. I think cutscenes. I, I don't think it takes away yeah. from that. that really. That's why. Yeah, I wanted to like rehash my original statement that this game was was created for Kingdom Hearts fans as a conclusion to the story, and and that's what it is. Like you play this game so you can finally end your entire, all the frustrations you've had for 13 years since the last. You can finally pass away yeah. peacefully. Exactly. That's a, as soon as we ended it, I, I looked at my friend Devin, who I was playing with, and I was like, we can finally die in peace now. <laughs> and I like, but like, yeah, as, as far as playing it, like we played through it with the intentions of pounding through it so we could get done with the story now. But, but I do intend on playing it and trying to do 100% playthrough, but after I do that, as far as replayability, I don't even think I'm going to go back to it much like I, th I think i'm gonna do that huh can you speed run it it's probably possible yeah there's a lot of like really there's a lot of mo movement techniques and you stuff skip all the cut yeah, you can skip every cutscene. you just pause it but uh honestly it. like towards the end of it some shit was going down and i was like man this makes me want to play kingdom hearts 2 hmm, that's not a good sign yeah typically. like like because you know well i won't i won't spoil it there's just a lot of stuff that happens and i was like oh man i remember how awesome this was in kingdom hearts 2 i want to do that like yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot i guess it's kind of the Keyblades in this game are a lot more impactful yeah. than they were in the previous games, that but there's cool. also significantly less of them. Like, I forgot, there's like 13 in this game total, whereas I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is like 25 or something. But they've added like a theme park ability, right? Like you can summon yeah. rides yeah, from Disney, Disney World. That, like that's cups or something? that's it, my next sort of major complaint, is that it's just very easy. It doesn't mean I, I didn't... It's not like I didn't have fun with that. It was still really fun for me, but it was very easy. And it, most of the time, I wouldn't use the attraction commands because there's only one that I actually liked using. And the other ones were really strong, but they were boring to use. The only one I liked is like, it sort of puts you on like a... Splash Mountain. Inner tube type yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 like Splash Mountain or something. And you just jump around to make this big, long track for yourself. And whenever you finish it, like, it shows Donald, Goofy, and Sora, like, just having a blast, like, going back down the path you just made. And I'm like, yeah, they're having fun, so I'm having fun. Yeah. So, since this is not technically the end of the overall <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts story, it's the end of, like, a saga, right? Correct. Yeah. So, does it feel like the end of, like, a chapter, or does it feel like the end of a book? It feels like, yeah, no, I mean, it feels like the end of how, like... Well... I it's like it seems like if there was like a I can't think of an example but like a series of books and then there was like a sequel series sort of, I, the one I can think of is the Percy Jackson series I know they have the yeah. original yeah. 
the Lightning Thief all the way to right. the last Olympian or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then they have the new series starts out like a lost hero. Right. It feels like the end of that first series and now they're gonna start a second series where it still has the same characters and stuff. Or some of the same characters. But a different sort of theme. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong on this, but y'all said it's like the end of the Xehanort right. saga. Does mm-hmm. that mean it's the end of the organiza- Organization 13? Well, as that a gets whole? into spoiler territory, I think. It's well, kind of spoiler territory, but. It, well, no, that would go hand in hand with the Xehanort. Yeah, right, well, Xehanort like, sort of created In general, so. we're, they're done with that idea. Yeah. So, I, I feel like mm-hmm. that was the only compelling part of the game. Was the, was the organization 13 because that was like what was beyond that that's like the adult thinking part of the game yeah. whereas everything yeah. in front of that was like the disney, disney stuff right so i feel like if it's the end of the xehanort saga thus the end of organization 13 it's kind of the end of the intrigue of the kingdom hearts as a whole because people are playing like the 2.5s and all that as a filler just waiting for this game i don't feel like anyone was actually like interested in like most of the other ones, they just mm-hmm. needed something to play waiting for this mm-hmm. one. I, there was speculation, and Mark talked about it more. Maybe I'll bring it up, but that they'll be cutting off their ties with Disney, and Square okay. will be moving on to, to the next series on their own accord, so therefore they can make something more Final Fantasy-esque yeah, with a deeper story. Yeah, it's more Final Fantasy, that sounds yeah. much more playable. So, for, so the people who much. like that deeper aspect, see, I actually, like... I don't like Disney's monopolization of certain things, mm-hmm. but because of I've been with the series for so long, at this point in time, like some people were saying, like, oh, it's jarring to see Goofy and Donald at the end, last cutscene of the game fighting the final boss, and it's like, in a way, I get it, because it is weird. Like it's less jarring for me to see them because they, like you said, they've right. been there the whole time, but yeah. whenever Mickey pops up and he's like, oh, Sora, we gotta defeat the darkness. I'm like, well, just have Riku say that. He's he looks like Sora. Why you gotta have Mickey say it? I hate that. My favorite thing about the series is that they put these cartoon characters into like dire yeah. life and death <laughs> yeah. situations. Yeah, that's fun. So I would, I would kind of be sad if they took that out. I feel like that's a key component. It, yeah, like for the for this whole this whole saga, I would have been disappointed if they for some reason cut it off in the middle. Like I'm I'm happy that you ended the game with Donald and Goofy. Well, is that spoilery? Eh, not really. I mean, no. they've been in your party yeah. since yeah. the first since game. The first, yeah. <laughs> like, so for anything, for anybody playing the game to look forward to something, like you're gonna have Donald and Goofy tor- till the very end. So, I mean, it's 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 pleasing. It's very. It was something that I liked a lot, and overall, the game was pleasing to see end. Like, I tried my best not to set up a full expectation to like a direct like written down ending that I wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. And so when it got to the ending, I was like unexpected but i was like okay it's over now like so. like my biggest complaint about this story besides the fact that like they i feel like they made a bunch of games and there's like oh this is a cool idea for a game and they're like well now how do we tie it into kingdom hearts i feel like that's kind of what yeah. they did with the, like a bunch of the spinoffs besides like birth by sleep was like very mm, yeah. deeply connected into the entire series but like the uh, DS one, was it three eight five? Three eight three five eight and over recoded. <laughs> and recoded. Three eight five and a quarter. Isn't it three five eight over two? Three five yeah, eight over two days. Like, yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, like that one is definitely still very linked to it, but I feel like it didn't need to exist. Like that entire storyline didn't need to exist. Mm-hmm. Also, I've heard and like recoded didn't need to exist. The creator of the series said, like in the first couple entries, he felt kind of hogtied to include. Final Fantasy characters, even though he didn't want to. Huh. So I feel like maybe that's why the third one barely has any at all, because he finally got more freedom to do what he wanted. And then, well, it actually, it has it has a one because yeah, the Moogles are in it. Oh, seriously? Yeah, the Moogles are Final yeah, Fantasy. Literally, they so took they out everyone. Hmm. Like there, there's if you stick around and listen to the just random citizens of Twilight Town, you'll hear random dialogue like every now and then <sighs> of someone saying like, "Oh, Cipher took." Took his gang and left town. We don't even know where they went or something like that. <laughs> which, he, which, which was he from? Cypher's from Seven. He was like, okay. uh, like an, an an antagonist in a no, sorry, an eight. Sorry. He was okay, a, I was like, I don't know who Cypher. So yeah, Cypher was like a Kingdom, uh, Final Fantasy like a rival right? sort of in uh, Final Fantasy Eight. To to he was a rival to um, Leon. And then, uh, but like I was saying, like, my biggest complaint about the story is that it, everyone is way too forgiving about anything that ever happens at I've any heard, point in their yeah. lives. I, I didn't want to bring that up because <laughs> I feel like. 
the, it, it can easily get to spoiler points, but uh, yeah, like, I, yeah, that happens. I got a problem with this game. <laughs> I haven't played any of them, but I have witnessed, I've watched you yeah, and yeah. Devin play for about 30 minutes in the, uh... Devin is our friend? Continue. Devin is our friend, yeah, that he played Kingdom Hearts with and beat it with. Um, they have a weird spacing problem with their dialogue. Yes. And I don't know if it's because it was it originally it's originally in Chinese, right? And it's Japanese. Japanese, Japanese and translated to right. English. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a problem with the Japanese and then English dubbing over it and it was just like they finished and it was a big pause and then they continued the sentence or they spaced out the dialogue on purpose to stretch the story. Because he'll be in the middle of a sentence saying you're not going to be able to take my ship without beating me to that port. I don't know if they dumbed it down for kids. I don't know if they spaced it because a second, two second here, four or five seconds in a sentence is going to stretch out to 30 minutes of runtime, 40 minutes of runtime, you know? It's, it's weird. I don't want to chime in. No, don't chime in. No, don't. Really well, but um, you brought up like, a good point that like, I've actually been thinking about. Like four kids. Like this game is... Four kids, yeah. and it happens to have adult fans. Yeah. Haven't has hasn't like the sound always been a little weird with the yeah. series forever. No, the entire yeah, the entire second. series was completely riddled with those pauses. That's like, not true. A few of the first E three, <laughs> like some of the first E three trailers didn't even have any music behind them. It was just like you could just hear dialogue well, and like, stuff. It was the, weird. The, the trailers yeah. were definitely weird because it wasn't being, it wasn't finished being dubbed properly. Yeah, and so it was just like we have the voice lines, but. No you haven't fixed the animation and stuff like that. It doesn't have like sound effects. Yeah. It's really weird. Also, like half the worlds are English animated. Like Frozen, you can tell that the English mouths are lined up with. The Speaking words. of the worlds, but then in the beginning of the game, some of them aren't. So, which were your favorite? What was your favorite world? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> I was really, really, really looking forward to Big Hero Six, and I got disappointed by it. So the shortest one. I always felt like that was a weird, a weird world to choose because maybe it's because I'm old, but I never cared about Big Hero Six at all. I liked it a lot. It was a really good movie. Like um, I just don't feel like it had like the groundswell enough to nah. like reserve its own world. I will say, yeah, I see what you're saying. I will say, like, I don't, built out I don't know if I have a favorite one, but a runner-up that like came out of the the brushes from for me was Pirates of the Caribbean. I heard that one was really cool because in number two it was bad, like yeah. it was really bad. And because they really because in two they tried to make actual human models in a game for the first time on a PS2, it was bad. Yeah. And but in this one, fucking graphics are phenomenal, and it's honestly the fighting system is great. How's Jack Sparrow sound? I know that they didn't get. And in two, it was a bad voice actor. In this one, it was like a much better Johnny Depp impersonator. Hello, Goofy. Yeah. Also, Orlando uh, or Will Turner sounds like Orlando Bloom. I don't know if it is. They did not it's get. Not, they did not yeah. get Kira Knightley. I've heard. I've heard that voice is particularly. They wouldn't have gotten yeah. any of those A-list yeah. people. The only yeah. sort of voice actors they actually got were the Haley people in Frozen. Is it Frozen? In Frozen, um, they didn't get Kristen Elsa. Bell. Yeah, no. they did. She's in the credits. Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel's. Yeah, that did not sound like her voice. I mean, she might be in the credits only for this this song. Oh like, yeah, yeah. She okay. Sings, yeah, yeah, no, her voice was not. Okay, so in like Frozen, they have like apparently besides Elsa, they have like all the voice actors for what was it? Uh, Tangled. They have like all the voice actors. Yeah. And then they still have James Woods. Yeah. James Hades, Woods, which is freaking yeah. amazing. Good one. Yeah. And so, then there was a couple other. They had the actual voice actors for. Well, like, James Wood almost. Was it not John Hamm? But um, oh no, he, no, what's his name? For who? Rex, what's his name? Oh, oh, uh, inconceivable. Yeah, Rex from Toy Story. From freaking Princess. Oh, what? Bride. I forgot his name. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know his name. Wallace Shawn. Yeah. Oof, good memory. So, what was your what was your favorite world, Mark? My favorite world. Okay, I got it. Is the Toy Story world? I actually. Kind of hated it because it was too, it was so open and big, like and you're like this tiny little toy running around a huge ass toy store, which is really cool. But it's my favorite world purely because whenever Buzz Lightyear shoots his lasers, it makes the Star Wars laser sound effect. Does it? It does. It's the exact same sound effect. That's funny. So Justin, if you had an overall, just a brief, encapsulating review, one out of five stars, or what, what would you review it? One out of five keys. What do you mean? Uh, 
See, I feel, like, I feel like I would definitely try to rate different categories differently. So, like, so for an overall, though, let me try and think about it. Talk uh, more towards your mic. Uh, for an overall, your graphics review? three, three is mediocre. Four yeah, is like good. Five's great. Yeah, like, I mean, if I wanted to break it down, graphics five out of five. Sound, like, sound, amazing. Music was awesome. Uh, Gameplay. Voice actors were great, except for some of the missing ones. Uh, and oh yeah, I didn't talk about that, but some of the voice actors are missing for characters that oh, yeah. should completely be there, and it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like instead of them replacing the voice actor, they just made it silent, and it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, uh, what do you say for the next one? Gameplay, Gameplay. three out of five, maybe, maybe. So I think overall you're feeling a four out of five. That's what I'm getting from you. I guess so. Yeah, I was gonna say four. Out of Did you give it a five out of five on sound despite the missing voice actors? Yes. Because, like I said, music and was, the music was and awesome, the and all the other voices were really good. I, think I mean, the music is really good. Yeah, yeah I, I believe traditionally, that. but it's also just like the stolen natural Disney songs, so it's I mean, hard to mess it up. No, well, like, besides the orchestral King of Hearts, right? That's what I meant. Mark, battle five. music and stuff. Out of five. What you just gave <laughs> Mark, Mark is a five out of five. You heard it here first. I have a feeling you're feeling a four out of five. Also, I'm I mean, sensing that across the table. Uh, it's the first game I've. Played to completion in, I don't know, five Ever? years. Oh, no, I lied, because I beat God of War and Spider-Man. But yeah. besides God of War and Spider-Man and Kingdom Hearts, I haven't beaten a single game in, like, the past, like, five years. But what's your rating, though? Well, because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll say, what were the categories you gave? Uh, graphics. The graphics. graphics, the graphics yeah, the graphics are good. It's, like, five. Sound, five. And actually, I think that those voice actors missing leads to the funniest scene in the entire game. <laughs> but it's okay. I hated it. Um... <laughs> In gameplay, I get like a four. Uh, it was really fun, and it was definitely easy, but I definitely think that they're going to, like, as, as it currently stands, I guess I'll give it like a 3.5 out of 5 for gameplay, and overall I'll give it like a four or 4.5. But um, I feel they will definitely add like either DLC or just like free content patches because... A lot of the content people would talk about in Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2, they, like, they like the data battles. The people were always like, oh, there's, I don't have data battles in this one, dude. There was like an extra 13 bosses or whatever. Yeah. And, well, that was added in the final mix version, which was essentially a patch before patches. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Because all, all, this, all this stuff gets released in Japan first. Yeah, it was, it was, it was essentially yeah. a DLC before DLC existed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, real quick, my brother Trey is a die-hard, lifelong Kingdom Hearts fan. Without discussion, what is your rating out of five? I'd give it a three out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. I I just wanted to get From the real fan. Yeah. Talking to someone that owns all the copies for consoles. For every console. (laughs) He bought three copies of it. He wears a keychain necklace. He has Kingdom Hearts attire. He's actually wearing Sora's shoes right now. (laughs) Oh my god. You can't see him, but he has his his entire Sora cosplay because he was so excited for this episode. (laughs) All right, well, I think that just about does it for our overall review. So I think oh. overall, I think we'd get like, we'd be like a four out of five. 3.5 out of five. He was a four. He was a 4.5. Trey's doesn't count. Trey. What? <laughs> Why doesn't Trey count? He's an intern. Uh, <laughs> he's not in the union. All right, I'm trying now, to fight you for you, man. Right, Unionize. All right, <laughs> equip your phones, because now I don't. <laughs> we're going to be doing some Kingdom Hearts fan fiction. I need some water. Okay, Should've well, Mark, as that. Mark gets water. Oh, our video engineers are giving me some water. <laughs> so open the first link here. Are you going to give me a virus? Yeah, it's going to oh. give you several viruses. Just don't worry about those. So okay, are, 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 are we going to play parts in this? In this, we're all going to have our own... Well, not all of us. Yeah, this, this, there's not enough characters. Well, this one seems... I'm out. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so uh, who, who wants to be Sora? Me. Okay, Justin Sora... Who's who's Goofy? Uh, I'm Goofy. I already called it. Right, he wants to be Jiminy. Is that the cricket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can someone give me a quick snippet of his voice? Uh, well, Sora. No, that, that Goofy, Goofy. You should you say what? It's like um, it's like Peppy and um. Like, just like, do like I, an old timey. Imagine voice. like a uh, like Mickey, but talking closer to Sora. Hey. Not Sora, but I'm a uh, Goofy. Hey guys, we're going to uh, we're going to the okay. store tonight. So Chad is Jiminy. Mark. It's very like. Mark's Goofy. That's a weird filter over it. And Justin is Sora. And Are you back? I got you. All right, and I will be I the uh, the omniscient yeah. narrator. Give a sip, sip of that. What about Donald? Seven days oh, yeah, later. Oh, one Donald line. There's some Zemnus in here. Okay, all right. And Axel. Oh, no. Okay, Donald, I do a really good Donald. Oh, okay, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. No. 
Tell Wh- whoever's goofy will also be Zimnol. Is that how you say Zimnus. it? Zimnus. Zimnus. And oh, Josh, Zimnus. you have to be Donald, okay? I don't know how to do a Donald. You don't need to do an impression. I think there's one Donald line. Where? I don't even oh, see Donald. I'm spoiling this for I can't. All right, I have, right. To, I have to stop. <laughs> Where's Donald? I just saw the... It'll come oh, up. I see. I just saw it. Oh, it's... Okay. All right. Are we going? Yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to set the scene here. Chapter one. By the way, we're getting this off something called fanfiction. I can't read this. What is going on? Chapter one, and our author here left a little prescript. It says, this is my very first Kingdom Hearts fanfic, so if it sucks, write a review. This is our review. This is based in between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Alright, take it away. Hi, Goofy. (laughs) Oh, shut up, Sora. I don't have time to talk. I'm looking for Donald. Goofy, you shouldn't say things like that. Sora. Oh, uh, shut up. Shut up, Jiminy, or else I'll give you to Pluto. Okay. <laughs> Two days later. You find Donald yet, Goofy? No. Why do you have a burlap sack? In the sack. In the sa- Get me out of here, Goofy. What, what are you trying to do? Suffocate me? <laughs> Goofy, what was that noise? Oh, nothing. Seven days later, in the plains of everything and nothing... Mmm, good roast duck, Goofy. Speaking of which, where'd you get the duck? <laughs> oh, I found it way back when we started at Hollow Bastion. But Donald's family is the last duck species everywhere. <laughs> Sora, since you found out, I have to kill you. I will take off the mask now. Goofy turns into Zimnus. <laughs> now, I will eat you. <laughs> what did you do with Goofy and Donald? Well... I put Donald in a burlap sack, and I ate him Goofy I killed in Hollow Bastion. Now we must fight. <laughs> nah, I will <laughs> eat you with my friends of the organization. Why? Bang! A couple hours or days later. Uh, where am I? Right, I'm, I'm also Axel. <laughs> right now, you're at a kitchen, about to be ready to be served up as soup. Is he done yet? Well, if you're gonna kill me, do it now. Okay. I hear a fire and I have a burning feeling and I smell something cooking. Take this blindfold off. I'm in lots of pain. <laughs> they killed Sora and ate him for dinner. The people in the second game are clones that the Heartless made and that's why the game starts off where Roxas finds them in tubes. Are you, scene. Are you doing chapter two? There's a chapter two, but... It um, is. <laughs> it's super short. It's a... Uh, it's not very good. Okay. It's like even Ooh, worse than what we said. That, that was? <laughs> the first one's at least comprehensible. <laughs> comprehensible. All right, so now we're going to go on to the second. And uh, oh this... Can we give that a review? We said we'd leave a review. Oh, leave a review? Yeah. I, I thought that. Well, well, if it takes place in between one and two, I mean, he gave a good sentiment as to the plot of two. So Is that a genuine, like, fanfic that... Y'all feel he y'all made, Did that make sense to y'all? I feel like it was written by a child. Well, like, personally. if I... Say it wasn't. I mean, who plays the games? <laughs> really, like, it, it, it kind of actually fills in a lot of the plot holes in the story. Yeah. Stop. So, I'm like, real. without it, I really don't think... I think this should be canon. It, it explains Donald's fear of sex. Yeah, like, it's it plays a pivotal role, like, in the final scene of Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. Donald is deathly afraid of sex. Yeah. Well then, how do they? In, how does Donald end up in the, in the second game, the third game, if he's been eaten? Because he said that, that it was a clone, yeah, but the clones, clones, clones still, bro. but the clone retains his heart. See, I didn't want to say that part because it's a spoiler. That's how heartless work. All right, that's well, spoiler. I guess that's a four out of four point five out of five for my phone. Yes, Andy. All right, do we all have the second story up on our phones right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay, yes. this one's a little bit involved. It will, it will require oh. close reading here. Oh my god, wait. They don't, they don't oh my god. Um, Jesus. So I'm not reading this. Are we reading parts in this one? It's dense, but short. They just didn't separate any of the dialogue, so it makes it much harder on us. Oh boy. So I'll be the narrator. Uh, Justin, do you want to be the hooded figure? Sure. Boy. Um, okay. Mark, you can be Leon. And Chad, Leon's you're going to you're gonna be like a demon. How do I know when it talks? Okay. Why not? If you're narrating, just point to people who are supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I'll uh, do that. And Josh, uh, you have to be Sora, okay? Fuck. Uh, Josh is Sora this time. What? You're okay. Sora now. There's not a lot turn. of Sora, so don't worry All right, good. It. Thank you. Right. So I'm just a demon. You're going to be some demon guy. Okay. A new era. Sora and his friends has... Sora and... This is hard to read because it's such bad grammar. Yeah. 
Sora and his friends has entered a new era. Everything has grown darker. Sora has to find a legendary Keyblade to control it all. And the, the fight for freedom will be hard. Sora's friends get taken over by the dark side one by one. Chapter 1 A man was walking down in the darkest path on his home planet. He was wearing a black coat that goes down to his legs. His face was hooded. He was barefooted and had black pants. There was a deep gash on his left shoulder. He had a white keyblade with angel-like wings that glowed in his right hand. I must find... A shot of red blood came from his mouth before he could finish. The true keyblade wielder who defeated the heartless and give this blade to him. Uh, chat. Old man, you went this far to survive. That blade will never go to the keyblade wielder, Sora. I will kill you before it ever does. A voice interrupted out from the shadows. A keyblade popped out from the shadows with a hand gripping it. The keyblade was black, with an eye on the back of the handle and purple wings that looked evil. Now you die, old man. Suddenly, the old man disappeared into thin air. Wait. This is Chad still. What? Not with that stupid trick again. I will find you. Mark my words. First paragraph done. The man in the shadows yelled. Justin. Sora. Sora. You must find me. A new era is beginning. A a voice called after Sora. Josh. What? Who are you? Shh. Show yourself! Sora yelled. Justin. Sora, you cannot see me. You must go to me and obtain what I will give you before it's too late. The voice said. Uh, Is that me? Oh. But how am I supposed to find you? Sora asked. (laughs) My my friends are out there in other planets. The ones called the Resistance. They they can help you. (laughs) You must hurry and restore good and banish evil, Sora. Wait, what? Wait, who is that? <laughs> That's not me. God damn it. Uh, okay, uh, oh, that was me. Before, okay. Sora, so before voice, it's too late. And so the voice faded away. There you go. That's you. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Sora called out. Mark. Oh, Sora, wake up. Leon yelled. Uh, Josh. Uh, yeah, I'm awake. <laughs> just, just had a, a weird dream. You're awakened. Sort of sleepily. Awakened. <laughs> Mark. Oh. Another one. Another one of those crazy dreams, eh? What you want to ask? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sora said. Or, or was it true? Sora thought. <laughs> Anyways, w- where are we? Sora asked Leon. <laughs> We're about to land in Traverse Town in five, four, <laughs> three. Two, one. There was a loud bump, and everything went wild. Well, now we're here, <laughs> Leon said. <laughs> um, I got something to take care of. Wait, what? Is that me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got something to take care of, Kay. See ya! <laughs> Sora told Leon as Sora rushed out. Always up to something, dot, dot, dot. Leon said, to be continued. <laughs> Oh, dude, I can't. And see. Can I can't wait for part. chapter two, wait, baby. I'm pretty sure this. Hold on. <laughs> wait. Wait, this leads directly. This leads directly into Recoded. Yeah. Wait a second. Did the creator of Kingdom Hearts write that? I think he. Hold Tetsuya. on. Tetsuya. Who's the who, Who's the author of this? We're not gonna blast him like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my gosh! It says right here, Tetsuya. He it, wrote it's, it. It's Tetsu underscore yeah. He, he, he thought we wouldn't know, but we do. For the final reading, we have a uh, we have a poem, and I'm just gonna read this myself. But first, there's some backstory we need to get to. Some author's notes. Jesus Christ. Um, they say I got this idea when my teacher made the class do an I am for the class. I got bored and decided to to. I got bored and decided to a poem dedicated to Rox's POV of Sora. Anyway, feel free to flame me. <laughs> Funny thing is, I have to write a poem for my class and present is for my Wednesday final. LMAO. Alright. This guy's a silly goofer like and gaffer. It reminds me of kind of like how T.S. Eliot before his poems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Don't be scared to flame me, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you writing in the 
All right, here we go. This poem's called I Am. <clears throat> I'm going crazy. No. Okay, actually, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the first stanza. Chad does the second stanza. Justin, you do the third stanza. Okay. And Josh, you do that last line <laughs> for the O's. Can we all do the O's together? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I am. I am a fragment, a piece of a whole, a part of which you were. I am a shadow, an outline of which you are, a being that is you and yet not you at the same time. I am a shell, something that shouldn't exist, something that shouldn't be in this world, something that you're not. I am Roxas. Ooh. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a part two here. There's a part two. Yeah, I, I think it actually it is kind of good. All right. Okay. I gotta go back. Sorry, Lauren. Right. Hold on. I, I have to start the end notes here. It yeah, says, um, yet another poem. For God's sakes, I gotta stop letting my imagination run wild. <laughs> oh my God! It says that. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is called. I am from. Dot, yeah, dot, it's dot. called I am from. So dot, Mark, dot. take it away. I am from a town where the golden buildings stood up high to the sky, and the famous bell ring loudly in the afternoons. <laughs> I am from where the sun never sets, where there is no morning or night, where the sky is orange and red, where the moon never rises. I am from the twilight, a place where the light or dark doesn't understand. A place where the shadows could exist. A place where the nobodies like me could live in peace. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh now, honestly, I feel like like Roxas as a character wasn't fleshed out very well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, I'm yeah. really happy to this guy wrote this poem because I really feel like he understands Roxas. I think Roxas actually wrote it's like this. Inside Roxas, we all know Roxas a little bit better. I mean, like all great poetry. Wait a second. The author. Wait a second. Stop. Rocks it's underscore Roxas? us? <laughs> yeah, it's rocks underscore ass. That's yeah. weird. But like all good poetry, I like the re- you know the repetition of the I am. Yeah. yeah. You said his rhyming wasn't good, but you don't need to rhyme to make a poem. You don't need to rhyme to make a poem. Yeah, that was, that was, that was good. It was solid. Anything can be a poem. Yeah. And uh, my Ass, favorite... titties, weed, baby. <laughs> it's a poem. poem. My favorite line, and both of them were probably when he said... Um, and the famous bell ring loudly in the afternoon. <laughs> really really my favorite was the author notes. That really caught me. Yeah. That was the best part. I could barely finish. I was starting to get choked up at the end. So that's the first segment of our fan fiction reading corner. I don't know if we'll return to this or not. <laughs> it was interesting and fun. Uh-huh. But um, if you guys have any links to some fan fiction you think, or send us oh, your you, own, you're asking for trouble. If you write, if you write fan fiction, send it to uh, scattershotmail at gmail.com and I, I promise some, we'll read it. Like some fucking wild ass lemon fanfic next time. Uh, I, I kind of want some like lemon party esque fanfiction. Uh, nope, stop. Nope. Like I'm us. Gonna, wait, no. Oh. Cookie time. Like if you find a really good one, you can send it to me and I will read it. I'll make them listen to me read it. And so now. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with some lovely community cues. BRB. Extra raunchy. back and it's time for community cues where we pick our weekly community cutie and for this week sorry josh we have to pluck an armpit here from you what he i changes. don't concede concede consent well, <laughs> that just means while you're sleeping we'll have to do it fuck and also you get something special that i think some people still don't know even what that is at this table but you don't just get it here. I okay? really don't know. You get something nice and from the heart of Scattershot Studios. Indeed. But to receive such an honor as community cuting, you need to email us at scattershotmail at gmail.com or tweet at us at scattershotlive or tweet with the hashtag scattercast. That's a lot of options. There's almost I mean, no excuse not to do it. If you don't do it, then <laughs> you're not a true fan of friendship. Facts. If you want to have friends. Or body hair. If Kingdom Hearts taught me anything, <laughs> it's that I fight for my friends. Yep. 
Uh, Heart of the Cards. That's not the same. Card. How about we send them a, 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 a lightly used XL cable? One foot. XLR. XLR cable. One foot. All right, here I we got go. Two of them. Who wants them? <laughs> First question from our lovely community: Connor Holman, who is a past uh, community past cutie, oh. his, his jersey is up there. You can't really see it on camera. It's, it's in the rafters. <laughs> he says, "Are you excited for the new Dune adaptation?" And if so, what would you like to see from it? So does anyone even know what Dune is besides me? This what movie? are they adapting it. it to? Another movie or a another, game? Another movie. I know of Dune. I know that it was like a series cool to of see books new. and they made a crappy movie, but Excuse they had some pretty cool well, games apparently. The movie is kind of a cult classic now. It's yeah. directed by David Lynch. It kind of has a lot of you know, cult followers. I liked but it. The new movie, it has such talent as Timothy Chalamet. Ooh. Call Me By Your Name. Sexy. Lady Bird. Mm. Okay. Also, um, Javier Bardem. No Country for Old Men, oh, flipping yeah. the coin, okay. and um, Oscar Isaac, wow. Poe from um, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, from um, The Last Jedi. Also, the director of the new Dune movie is the guy who directed such movies as Arrival, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, Blade Runner. Um, I think he directed Annihilation. I haven't seen any of these. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure about that. Really yeah, like so safe to say, I'm very excited for the new movie. Because <clears throat> it has one of my favorite directors. Are they starting to do it now? Like, film it now? I mean, I think it? they're still... I think they're filming it right now, but they're still leaking out, like, who's involved in the mm-hmm. movie. Okay. So they might still be casting. It'll be interesting to see it updated. Special effects and stuff and a new take on it. I'll be, I'm, I'll be excited but about that. Chad, I think cool. you'd actually like the book if you read it. It's kind of like a sci-fi Game of Thrones type of thing. No, like, oh, yeah, probably what I mean by crappy movie is that no most people agree that's crappy. I'm coming well. I'm also coming from the perspective of well, other people's perspective, like the book readers yeah. don't like it because it's that's like a, much this everything. huge like Game of Thrones type book, and yeah. then it's condensed in like a two hour movie or something. It's but not, I'm like expected at this point. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm like the world's biggest David Lynch fanboy, so I like it. Well, what if he sucks though? It's it, like, David Lynch. Yeah, it's impossible because I like him. I don't like anything <laughs> that sucks. He, Next could, he could direct a film of someone taking a dumpy on a toilet. He like probably it. has before. Oh, he hasn't released it. <laughs> All right. Next question. Jack Gardner asks, what is the sexiest way to say daddy? Oh, my God. <laughs> With a Z. And this is something we, so, kind of, um, we kind of joke about. Yeah, we joke about it private. a lot. Yeah. Can I start this one? Yeah. <clears throat> Dad. Dad, uh, I, need, I need money. Yeah. I gotta go get cash. Yeah. <laughs> I like saying, like, father... I like, I like father. How about, yeah, yeah. Bent over and in full submission. <clears throat> yeah, just freaking. Uh, I like the more, uh, the more like, like a Hispanic flair on it. Like, I papi, you know? And oh, Mark can cool. say that because he is. He's 25% Mexican. Yeah, so he's allowed. <laughs> Dad? 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 There we go. That's a good one. Dad. All right. Next question from Katrina Mary. Asks, are you guys going to pick up a copy of Dreams so that you can make some wacky games? And if so, what would your ideas be? I know about yeah. this game. Does everybody know what Dreams is? Nope. Can I talk I, about it? Yeah, yeah go. I'm going to explain it to them real quick. It's pretty much like... I want to okay, explain yeah, do it. Do it. It's my turn. My, my turn to explain it. Go for it. So it's made by the same people that made Little Big Planet, Media Molecule. Uh-huh. And so they sort of took the concept of Little Big Planet, where you make your own levels and put them online, <laughs> but they're expanding it like to... An, whole new level it's not because like little bit planet was all like two-dimensional mm-hmm. and you could well it's 2.5d but you could do some interesting stuff in there like i've seen people apparently made like fps's and stuff like doom style fps's in little big planet somehow blows my mind they yeah. did that but um dreams is literally this is literally like yeah. a, its own game engine you just make whatever you want and it's not just games you can make music mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. interactive art I think one of the coolest things is going to be like the interactive art people can make. And it's cool because you can upload what you create, and then everyone else with the game can download key right. elements from your game to make their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, oh, well, this guy, I know he's a great animator. I'm a great musician. So, like, we, we can work together and create our own game. Wow. And then, like, one of the really cool things, I forgot what they called it. It's sort of like a dream dive or something. It's like you just pick this button it's kind of like a shuffle button it just plays like yeah. random dreams it's like the levels slash games yeah. whatever that people make and you just play through that and then once you finish that it just starts the next it's one it's super cool like you'll you'll just go into that menu or whatever it is 
like it'll just shuffle games people have made for you. It's like endless amounts. It takes like um, one minute to load. So you're just going through these weird, crazy games people have created on an endless loop. Yeah, and it can be like, you'll literally be jumped from like a survival horror type game into like, romantic like, comedy. Yeah. Yeah, like a rom-com <laughs> into like rock band, you know, like. That's pretty cool. And like, so I want to make a Scattershot Studios game when it comes out. Cool. So just like, like walking like, through the house. Yeah, like. <laughs> we can remake the house in the game. Yeah, that would be could. awesome. Yeah. So people can like plot out our assassinations. They can make breakfast for us. That's true. <laughs> What was uh, you know, the question again? What well, well, do we plan on getting it, and what would what would we make? When does this have game? like a release? I think I they just said 2019. Even... I don't think they've yeah, put a like specific that. date, but I think it's soon. I've heard that because the beta is out right now for key people who have it. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Dreams. 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 But um, Trey asked what it was called. By the way. I'll probably play it. I'll probably definitely gonna get it, and I'll probably play it the same way I play a little bit of Planet and a little bit of Planet Two. Is um, I'll play through whatever sort of like pre-made stuff they have yeah. and then just play other people's levels mm-hmm. online and it's also, a big time commitment for people doing other things to also go and like make a level and stuff yeah so but they I'm have, gonna like stream myself making a level they give incentives for people to do that like each week there'll be a new challenge say like hey make use this horror enemy in a game and you get points and so like you level up yeah. so it gives people incentive to actually play the game and experiment with different things and if other people like see that. if if other people see you have a high level, they're like, "Oh, cool! I message that guy. Maybe he'll help me make make a game with me." So, I would re- I would I want to create a Scattershot Studios game. Sounds exciting. Once you graduate, yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Oh. Next question. Oh, can, oh, I, oh. can I answer the question? Nope. I, I just want to I just want to say I'll, I'll I'll create a Kingdom Hearts game with actual reaction commands. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about making Red Dead Redemption Two in Dreams. Mm. It might be hard, but I think we can do it. Oh, oh we can make a better No Man's Sky. That's actually pretty good. Of a game. They already made that better. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> I know, I know. They put the multiplayer thing in there. Like they promised. Yeah, they did release. a lot of stuff to it. Actually, it's like a different game now. Oh. That was like they actually put in September in of last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember reading about it. So uh, Tristan Stewart Best asks, and this is a very smart question. Like I don't think we'll be able to handle this. This is going to blow our effing minds. He yeah. asks, do you think it's possible for Konami to have a return to form slash fan favor in the same way that, say, Capcom has recently? Can you even think of any other company that has gone so far down an unpopular path with its biggest IP and then come back and done them right. And so it's talking about how so like Capcom came Resident back Evil. with Resident Evil right. in a big way and then So the core question is has it, has another company like done good like reversed fan opinion with a sequel? Like have they really something bad that fans hated then come back and made again the fans love? What was the last Metal Gear that people really hated? Well, Metal Gear survived yeah, recently, Metal Gear survived. but Hideo Kojima had nothing to do with that, and people right. hated it. Well, Hideo Kojima's gone now. Yeah. He's not coming back. Right. So right. that's why I think they're definitely not capable of making like a return. And even game. then... Not with that title. Metal Gear Solid uh, Five was only like half the game he wanted to make. Yeah. Like, we still generally received still, favor, I know, favor. even then, it's still like an amazing game, yeah. and it's still massive, yeah. but to think that it's only like half the game that he wanted to make for as long wild. as people are still willing to believe that the next Metal Gear Solid is going to be the game that saves the series people are going to keep buying it until they realize now, five games deep wait I'm fairly certain the question is more geared towards Silent Hill though you think? yeah Yeah. Uh, with, with Death Stranding coming out okay because it was supposed to be because it was originally supposed to be Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro working on Silent Hills. That was the whole PT thing from years ago. Mm. Oh yeah, there's more to his question. He says, with the 20th anniversary of the original release of Silent Hill happening, I couldn't help but wonder if maybe 5 to 10 years, Konami would hear the fan outcry and do something with love for the IP. Because they were, even just off of that one demo, like it was probably slated to be one of the greatest survival, not even just like survival horror, but one of the greatest horror games ever. I was reading a comment online and someone said PT is like literally his favorite game. What's PT? It was like a little Silent Hill's PT. Playable teaser. You walk around this hallway. I just didn't know what that meant. It pretty much spawned like every modern horror game on Steam right now. Like Visage, I took a lot from the PT thing. Okay. But I saw a guy, he said like PT is his favorite game ever made. And, like, when he finally figured out a way to get it back on his PS4, he, like, cried. Mm. So, Dang. that thing has a lot of fan love behind it. So, it would be cool to see them 
Come out with a, a cool Silent Hill. Konami squandered it. I yeah, don't remember I don't exactly really. why Hideo Kojima. Well, like, well, they, they let him go, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted. Because he was like more the, creative control or something. I think the key details haven't been fully released, but <laughs> pretty much Kojima. I think he wanted more money or something. Yeah. Give it to him. He dude. wanted more percentage yeah. share of. Profits. Have you seen that man? I mean, he pretty much made Konami. So. That's one of the yeah. most gorgeous video game developers to ever exist. <laughs> I agree, and he has a delightful Twitter account. Yeah, his Twitter is awesome. He's is like fucking posting pictures like oh i'm just chilling with norman reedus right now and i'm like yeah <laughs> also <laughs> all um, right <laughs> matt mads mickelson from hannibal yeah, oh, he's gonna be in yeah. the death stranding death stranding yeah yep there's right. like some lady from like a soap opera that he liked game. that's in it now too i think so i mean there, there's a french actress from the movie blue is the warmest color mm, yeah it's really good she's in there too all right coda bear asks what are your thoughts on vr being for lack of a better term prescribed as an aid for anxiety and depression no it has this happened? I mean, it works. I mean, sounds like it yeah, is. Yeah. With really VR know. chat, I mean, it's helping you get out there and talk to people. With one, with anxiety, and two, with depression, you're actually around other people. I mean, it, it it could it could hurt you when you like get off of VR and you realize, oh shit, I'm still in the same situation as before. But it does it does help getting out and talking to people, especially if you have overactive anxiety and like social crowds and it's hard for you like to leave the house you know you know so like agoraphobia agoraphobia fear yeah. of crowds I didn't know that they prescribed that to people but that's interesting I it's think new, it would work like new studies I mean not even that new honestly because the studies have been going on since people got mad that video games were making their kids angrier mm-hmm. which, was, also, which was false but I don't know how effective this would be because I'm not a psychologist or anything so don't quote me on this but I think it would be an interesting sort of like therapy to use to where like you can sort of be put in this into whatever situation it is and sort of almost like an immersion therapy or it's called yeah but you're not actually in that situation you know it's so like, just vr yeah. if you have arachnophobia you put on the vr goggles you're just thrown into a pit of spiders yeah. perfect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite like that it would be little by little I support it's something it. but of course this is something you would sign up for is something you would right i want to cope with this thing i'd not Oh, well, you've been prescribed with arachnophobia, so this is what we're going to do. Not prescribe, but I'm diagnosed. diagnosed. Also, Coda Bear asks, who is the cutest Backstreet Boy? And we got to do some research on this because we're, uh, we're millennials. I forgot his name, So Backstreet too. Boys is not really yeah, in our lives. lives. Yeah, NSYNC's the best. Who's asking about Backstreet Boys? We're a One Direction podcast. Well, God damn it. No. I guess my, the cutest Backstreet Boy is obviously... Um, Shit, what's his fucking Justin name? Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I think it's Harry Styles in my opinion. But uh, my, my answer is... Uh, so Jonas? My answer is Nick Carter. Yeah. He's... The most adorable. He's Look pretty dreamy. Alright, I'll go with Nick Carter as a real answer, but my uh, actual real answer is... Lemonade Mouth. Lemonade Mouth? I don't understand. What? They're, 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 they're a band. One person out there was like, I fucking love that movie! What movie is it? Lemonade Mouth. Okay. <laughs> it's a band called Lemonade Mouth who made a movie called Lemonade Mouth about the band named Lemonade Mouth, right? Yeah, that's what you want to believe? That's what okay. you just don't so this is a deep reference. If you know what Lemonade Mouth is, please email us at scattershot <laughs> at gmail. I don't want those emails. Alright, the cutest Backstreet Boy to me is Brian Luttrell. It's pretty much me. Justin? Oh, You're such I'm... a narcissist. <laughs> I'm going Howie Doro all the way. Okay. All right, that's pretty cool. Adrian Josh. Blair. Oh, Josh, did you pick one? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he Nick said Carter. Nick Carter. He agreed oh. with me. Yep, yep. So Nick Carter wins. Adrian Blair asks, would you date a robot? Yeah. Now, let's genuinely unpack this. <laughs> Already date a robot. Oh, no. <laughs> no not like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, if, if someone programmed a robot to be fully functional as a human, like, you couldn't even tell. Does it feel? Doesn't feel. It's analytical, right? I mean, that's... You can still that's, have feelings for it. That's philosophy. I mean, we yeah, don't true. know. What is that's your philosophy what was, the, on robots? what was the exact question? Would you date a robot? Date. Got it. Okay, cool. now wait. Here's my... If you're going to say... I know it's more like philosophy stuff. This robot is completely indistinguishable from a human. It passes the Turing test. Then it tell. is functionally human, and I would not consider it to be a robot. Oh so I'm God. thinking more, like, make, is, more ro- robotic. Like, fucking whatever happened to Robot Jones... Type of fucking robot, fucking uh, that Nick show 
with the girl robot. She's oh, like flat fuck. Jenny, Jenny the robot. Is I Jenny My life is a teenage robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. My life is a teenage robot. Jenny or something, right? Something yeah. like that, or yeah. even like the iRobot robots. Yeah. You know. Sentient. I mean, those are sentient, teams. but not. But like the. Yeah. Can I set up a theoretical on this? Yeah. It's a robot. Looks completely human, but they just start bitching. Or you're being a little bitch, and you just turn a knob, like a bitchiness knob. <laughs> Like, if you want to be more bitchy and good or something, you turn it up. All right, look, there's no knobs. you got to plug the USB <laughs> in, and you got to control the panels on your computer. Yeah, your Let's own personal Baymax. <laughs> if that's the kind of robot, then yes, I date it. This would lead us to some kind of, like, strange future where, I mean, are, what even is a human? Well, if, if, if I can program this robot to be however I want, then... I would not date it. I mean, well, it'd be kind of like Ghost in the Shell, right? Yeah. Our brains are pretty much computers, right? They're just firing off neurons and sending yeah. information. In the so, sense, yeah, we but we just don't understand. Everything that's happening in our body is calculated and ma- it's it's a robot, yeah. but we just don't understand consciousness. Trevor, we just believe in how we are aware. We are different because well, God question. made us. Well, this Jesus is Christ. One, our heads. No, Frank, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Don't forget your. Is that it? Hail Mary. <laughs> Every time you bow your head, you're looking at Satan, right? And he's like, "What's up?" <laughs> and, you know, and you know, bottoms up, and the devil smiles. Yeah, because huh? yeah, every, every time I bow my head, I, I look Satan in the eyes, and I say, "Not, not today." But he goes, "I see you, bro. What's up, cuz? <laughs> see you soon, brother." <laughs> Why are you lying? The next question kind of ties into this, I think. Um, <clears throat> have we all seen Ready Player One? Yes. Mm. I watched the first. 15 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen some of it. It's not very good. Yeah. Um, I just want to watch it. I still watch it. It looks like it's a good. fun movie. Yeah, it's... it's I, brought two, I brought three of my friends in the movie theater to see it because I wanted to see it and they were reluctant as balls. They came... 30 minutes in, they were like, this is dope. Because <laughs> it, it really... It's so goddamn good. It's a solid 6 out of 10. Ashley Stelly asks, <laughs> do you ever think Ready Player One could be a possible reality? I think it would be interesting. Yeah. Not in our life. It would be... Yeah. I don't think I don't think that would happen. It wouldn't be exactly a one-to-one comparison. Yeah. But I don't think it's that far off to think that. Yeah, I don't think it would be like that, but I think it would. There could be at some point VR is popular enough, and there is a game similar to like the Oasis. Yeah. Well, what's gonna happen is, you know, in the movie, this is in the movie too. It's not just me putting my own spin on it. But there's like a class disparity between the elites and like the lower class. There's like no more middle class anymore. Mm-hmm. You're either an elite or you're in the the, the slums, slums yeah. just stacks and stacks of metal. And um, you know if if the classes keep going higher and lower, and the elites make some kind of VR technology that can sell them for cheap to the lower class, they can just put on a headset and not actually try to take control of the world physically around them, and just let the elites run wild and make billions of dollars while they're in some slum somewhere pretending to be Mario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with iPhones and stuff, I don't think that's too far off the mark with what's happening right now. And the middle class is already disappearing. So, mm. there you go. That's my take on that. And that's more of like... that. What's happening now is more of like a, a consumerism is taking over the capitalism market. Like, the capitalism is pushing consumerism to fuel the capitalism. And that's pretty and much that is what that's one. what's happening. But I think in Ready Player One and what happened there and why I don't think it would happen in real life, it was it was more of an escape from reality and like and the oasis became life. Right. That's where people made money, people sold money, like it became like a second life but but everything in the world ran on it. So I don't think that would ever happen because capitalism like the need multiple cool. forms instead of one thing. Not, I don't think everything in the real world is going to transfer over to a virtual reality kind of world where all we do is get off of VR, eat, sleep, wake up, and then go to work on VR. I don't think that is, uh, that'll ever happen because nothing would function. I mean, I think. If, well, I mean, they made money off of the VR stuff, right? Yeah, but I mean, it would have to be a VR sustained world. That's everything would have to in go in into it. One. I don't think that would ever happen. With I mean, it would be one to one, but I'm just saying it's not yeah. too far off the mark that you know. We would have some mind-blowing, altering like, thing that we don't have to actually face reality anymore. Yeah, and like... And so we spend all day doing that one thing. It is feasible, like, if, like, as technology progresses and, like, more things become automated and less, like, there's less things for us to do. Yeah, like, literally. Know? Like, we don't have to 
farm anymore because we've got and we live robots on, that do it. And we live in gigantic metal towers because there's no earth anymore. There's no ground. Yeah, there's no ground. It's just it's water. scrap metal. <laughs> water and metal. So there you go. That's anyway, we're on our way. All right, so what's our favorite question? I think the dreams question. Not so much the question, but the realization of that being a thing. <laughs> like, I like that question because I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't know dreams existed? No, no I was just okay. I'm leaning towards the dreams, which was Katrina Mary. I'm leaning towards Jack Gardner with Sexiest Way to Say Daddy. Oh, I'm going with that mm. one. Sexiest Way to Say Daddy. I like the robot question. Would you date a robot? I do like that one too. So we also think of, think about a community cutie. Maybe the daddy guy who would want an armpit hair, you know? Well, right? <laughs> a woman asked the daddy one. But <laughs> a way to be sexist. Why did I say that? That's not sexist at all. There's nothing sexist about that. <laughs> Why do you think only a, a dude can ask that question? Did I say that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say a man or a woman. Um, he said he. You assume the gender. Oh, stop. Anyway, which one's our favorite? Dreams. Are we all in dreams? Robot. Robot? Y'all can say dreams, but I'm sticking to my guns. Whatever I said before. What did you say? I forgot. Daddy. Daddy. I'm going to go with robot too so mark you're the tiebreaker you're the only one with your own opinion what did you say what are the choices they're both dreams, dreams. Oh. i'm robot so either robot or dreams go with robot really okay yeah. adrian blair the robot you win some sort of hair off of josh's body we'll determine God what that is later Second. is she uh, a multi beauty at this point no adrian's a boy I mean, a man bad. and he's not a multi winner this okay. is his first time cool well, so Congratulations, Adrian. Good job, Adrian. You're a virgin. You're receiving what we send to you, whether you like it or not. I'll find you. Um, <laughs> all right. And that's the end of our episode. But first, Mark, tell the people what they need to hear. All right, guys. So I did the math finally. Oh, thank God. It was, it's actually <laughs> like if, if one person one person tells like six billion people, right. then the whole world will know. <laughs> yeah. So... I need. I just need one person. Okay, like so. This, I'm feeling like I'm taking a lot of pressure out of it, off of everyone because now only one person has to do it. I only think one it person has to, has to, be has to our go community out. Cutie of the week. How many people or, are there in the world? Uh, I didn't look up the number, but it's like six over, billion. Over no, nine no. million. Boo boo. Nine no, billion. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's projected to get two nine billion by oh, 2025. We're at eight right now. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're reaching eight. We're not oh. even up to. What? Eight. Are we yeah. still in seven? Yeah. 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 What? So I think if seven billion people told one person. That kind of eliminates okay. the need off that one yeah, person. There we go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, seven billion people tell one it's person. It's all right, Frank. You can relax. Literally now. 15 <laughs> times, then everyone will have heard about it 15 times. So. And everyone will have gone mad from hearing about it so much. Like, that sounds like a dystopian universe where we're just like broadcasting this to everyone everywhere yeah, all the like time. I said, like I said, we're on iTunes. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Reviews help a lot. Reviews are very important. Especially, like I said, it's a new podcast, so the early reviews will have a very large impact uh, as opposed to like later reviews if that makes sense because you can get like the new and noteworthy section so like that people check that out all the time uh, other than that uh, like you already said follow us on everything twitter scattershot live we also have an instagram where we post cute pics of ourselves YouTube. Yeah. yeah there's a link to all of our individual twitters on the scattershot twitter so uh, no but alright oh, you did, oh <laughs> yes right you changed the pin tweet the pin profile because twitter <laughs> Bios only allow so many figures, or what's it called? Letters? Yeah, yeah. characters. 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 <clears throat> Alright, that's I'm the end sorry, of episode. Oh, wait, this is episode 5, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes. That's somewhat of a milestone. Yeah. If we're doing the 5 thing. I have a solution. What's the solution? The pin tweet has to always have our handles in it. Well, the pin tweet right now is a cool video we made. Introducing us. Cool. Yeah, everyone tag it has our handles. We should have our handles in it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, video intern Trey. Any less? Just yell. Just make a noise. Ah! All right. That's episode five. That's our wild monkey. Bye. 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 Bye.